Hi guys, welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. Okay guys, hello and uh, welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. If you're new, if you're new, it's your first time coming in watching me live. This is just a little piece that I put together now and again uh, to answer some of your questions and to get a lot of my thoughts inside my head out there and you can kind of take what you want from it and apply it in any way that you wish okay i've been doing what i've been doing now for coming up to well it's moving past 12 years now okay i've been helping people with their social confidence their um success in their dating life and just their basic like personal communicative communication skills not their grammar or their vocabulary um but anyway that's my area of expertise and um i take great pride and joy in doing what i'm doing and um if you ever see my stories ping up do do take a moment to have a look because you might see something where you might be inspired you might learn something because i'm always sharing tips i'm always offering lots of advice out there so yeah, as I say, if you're watching my stories today, you'll know that I've had the night off because um, a client of mine who's on our seven-day program this week has bagged himself a date. Um, it was a fantastic uh, approach. We had this girl that was doing some exercises in the park. She was doing handstands, yoga. She was climbing up some tree. It was a like, really odd behavior. I was like, you've got to go and talk to her. Um, it's, it's just really, it's an intriguing one. So... He found himself going over there. They had a bit of conversation. It swiftly moved into um, you know, them sitting down, getting to know each other some more. Next minute, uh, and I text him. I was just giving him a little tip. Go, look, take her for a juice, right? So he then took her to a juice over in um, Green Park. It was in the Mayfair area. And then I go and find him. I couldn't find him for a bit. He sent me his location. I went and found him. And I was like, look, this can go further, right? and in which it has done so he's got the number and he's they've both agreed to meet up tonight they're going dancing and see where it goes from there but listen man opportunity is everywhere guys right and in in the story there i said look women position themselves in a way to attract your attention right there's a lot of women out there that are frustrated they're not getting this sort of attention that they're, they're doing what they can guys right they're doing what they can it's up to us to spot these opportunities and capitalize on them. Laura, bless you. I look at you. my girlfriend's just said hello. Laura, I love you very much. Um, <laughs> yes, I know I'm a little bit wet sometimes, guys. But hey, um, but anyway, look, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You gotta you gotta see the opportunity. You gotta capitalize on it. There's been a few um, issues that people want me to address uh, in this in this um broadcast and these are going to be the issues i'll tell you now right so if you like the sound of them stay tuned and i'll i'll cruise through them if it's if you don't like the sound of it no worries you know take a hike and um you might spot some value in the next one but the topics that i'm going to be talking about with you guys today are going to be the blame game right are you do you recognize do you identify 
as someone who is always blaming, <laughs> blaming, blaming, or complaining, right? We're going to go into that a little bit and ex uh, explore why it's important to move away from that, right? Again, um, you know, this is something that's always popping up. There's always a common issue out there for people that want to develop themselves, not just necessarily to improve their dating life, but just to be comfortable around people in social situations. The topic, the next topic will be approach anxiety. You know, I'm sure you've heard that term before, approach anxiety. It's that fuzzy feeling that you kind of get, that, that restricting feeling that you get when you maybe see someone that you like, right? See someone that you find attractive, okay? We're going to explore that a little bit more. And the last topic that we're going to talk about is going to be the numbers game. Okay, what does that actually mean? You may have heard that, oh, getting good at this, it's a numbers game. Yeah, it's a numbers game. All right, what the hell does that mean? What is a numbers game? All right, we're going to explore that and I'm going to, you know, feel free to show me your numbers and I'll show you your success, right? Because there's a conversation I've been having with certain people recently. And um, yeah, anyway, not going to give too much away on that subject right now. Let's take it from the let's take it from the uh, the top. Right. So the blame game. Are you a blamer? Are you a complainer? Okay. For those that have been close to me over the past year, I have may have teased you a little bit that I have a book coming out. Okay. I've got a book coming out with we're at the last leg of it now. You know, it is a year overdue. Uh, it's because I've been inundated with work, but we get in there. But anyway, why am I saying about that? Why am I talking about that? It's because the first chapter in that book is about this very subject. Okay, it's about taking responsibility for your own shit. Okay, I've had the experience of working with people where it always seems to be someone else's fault. It's someone else's fault why they started at life having it too good, right? Can you believe that? People come to me, they're complaining they've had it too good, right? They've, 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 their parents are too well off, right? They've never really had to work, they've got no purpose, right? Or, um, I don't know, it's just always someone else's fault, it's your friend's fault, it's your, your father's fault. My father was a bit more, my mother was quite domineering, I've seen my, my father was quite bitter in relationships, so that, it's, 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 it's their fault. It's just own it. Own it. Recognize that. If that's had an effect on you, recognize that. But own it. What's your strategy now? What's your strategy to work through your shit? Right? I've had a guy this uh, today. Today he's come to me and said, um, you know, I keep on getting rejected, mate. You know, if you follow my stories, you know, I've, I've been, I came out talking about this. It's, you know, I keep on getting rejected. You don't get rejected. You know, you don't get rejected. I go, why are you getting, what are you talking about getting rejected? What, what, what does that mean? I don't understand. He goes, well, you know, it just, just, just they reject me. Just, it can't, can't explain what, he, what that means, right? To me, when you say that you've been rejected, right, you're being fucking lazy. You're being fucking lazy. You're not really willing to unpack the reason why things didn't really go your way, Right? You've got to take responsibility. Whenever you make an approach and it doesn't go your way, not you got rejected because you didn't get a number, right? You think, okay, I approached, 
but why didn't it go my way? What's the constructive criticism you can give yourself, right? Always be thinking about this. You don't ex experience success, right, on a coaching course, right? You experience experiences and references, right? The success comes after. The success comes when you put in the work. If your excuse is, I, you know, I'm not getting success, uh, I didn't have success on a program or something like that, you're completely in the wrong headspace. You're completely in the wrong headspace, right? It's, it, I mean, what is success? How are you measuring success? Success for me, right, is helping someone push through to the next stage. Right now, we've got a client, and I've been I've been writing all the reports uh, all week for this guy on a seven day program, and it was apparent he was very competent, very competent at getting women's phone numbers. Right, not a problem. So I wrote to all of the coaches that he's working with this week. I said, listen, this guy, we're not focused on getting this guy phone numbers, telling him, you know, having him approach women, getting phone numbers. It's the next step, right? It's the next step, right? Success for this guy is pushing him through to the next step. And, uh, you know, as you saw in the stories, you know, it's getting an instant date or lining up a, an evening activity with the same sort of person or maybe getting a kiss on the, you know, it's just pushing through right but you can only get to that stage when you start taking responsibility right you just got to shut down shut down the thinking that something is someone else's fault own your shit right let me give you a let me give you an example from a different perspective this week um unfortunately we've had to let someone on the team go because uh of gross misconduct okay now I could easily run off and you know, have this rhetoric and blame someone for that. Blame some, blame this person for being the way that he is. But you know what? If I'm to practice what I preach, what I must do is take responsibility for giving this person um, the opportunity to, and le certain levels of responsibilities, right? So even if you're like in business, you're a manager or something like that, you've got to take responsibility. It's your own fault, right? A poor manager blames the employee, yeah? A great manager blames himself and asks himself, okay, what did I learn from that experience? The same thing, whenever you're trying to get good at something, right? Own your own shit, all right? Good stuff. Just want to know, guys, is the mic level okay? We've got a couple of microphones on the go here, right? Mike level and just who have we got who have we got going on in here Nitesh oh Ash Ash is on just been talking to you London doctor um, Blake great great right so approach anxiety I'm tired of talking about this one really Jesus we're talking about this stuff again are we okay right I think you know approach anxiety come from many forms and many ways but I believe the biggest one is just coming from uh, it comes from a lack of reference it comes from a lack of experience if you think about confidence confidence comes from being familiar with a certain thing okay now how do you become confident and competent 
in a certain area. How do you get over that initial hurdle of being overwhelmed of that thing to do, right? It's you bite size it, right? Here in the UK, we had this thing, uh, you know, we have this thing called GCSEs, but the GCSE exams. And I always remember uh, when I was studying for these GCSEs, it was um, <laughs> it was like bite-sized learning, right? But it was a great way of learning. What you got to do, you got to chunk things down, right? Chunk things down. If you chunk, if you chunk things down, and look at thing, look at the, what's the smallest thing that you can do right now. You know, the, the the goal becomes less of a hurdle, right? So think about it. What is the thing that you get an anxiety about? It's about approaching it someone. It's about making uh giving someone an experience what's the smallest thing you can do the smallest thing you can do is maybe just you know maybe maybe just asking someone for directions i know yes it's old school old school you know desensitize yourself from these things that are inside your head right you've got to get over your comfort zone so chunk it down maybe but here's the thing it's all about numbers we're going to smoothly move into this next subject in a minute we'll talk about the numbers game if you've got anxiety, you're probably not doing it enough to be able to desensitize yourself away from being anx anxious of that thing, right? No, it's I'm saying thing. It doesn't even have to be approaching. It could be absolutely anything, right? Chunk it down. Remove yourself from being overwhelmed of that thing and just build. You know, often use the analogy of going into the gym. You don't go into the gym the first day and you start lifting up like 200 kilos on the bench. I mean, don't look. I'm not. I'm not lifting 200 kilos on the bench. Don't don't worry about that. Um, but you go in right and you start small. You start on a small weight and then every every week or every every other session you start you start putting a bit more on, right? And you start you start really, you're getting closer to that maybe 200 again I'm, <laughs> I'm just throwing a number out there. I don't know what I'm lifting uh, when I go down there, but it's definitely not. Um, 200 I don't think but um, what I'm trying to say is you slowly build yeah you slowly you slowly build up to what before looked like an absolute mountain yeah and that in in your world in the world that we're talking about here whether it be approaching women right it might be just yeah I'm, I'm just gonna ask someone for directions I'm gonna ask someone for the nearest menswear store I'm gonna ask someone um, you know where I can get a coffee in this area Right, play lost for a little bit just to desensitize yourself from approaching people. Then, when you get really familiar with that part, then you might want to build on it. You go, well, okay, well, I'm okay doing that. I can talk to people now, right? And this may, it may sound a bit odd, but the next step would then be maybe just use an assumption. You know, if you if you've been following my work for a while, you, you would have come across my conversation structure, the model that I, I use and I teach my clients. Right, you might use an assumption to elicit some information out of them, and learn a bit more, see if there's any common ground, run and build. But you've got to get yourself over that initial hurdle, all right? You've got to rack the numbers up, guys, all right? So let's talk about it, the numbers game. A lot of people, you know, they, they, they when we're approaching this subject about getting more confident socially, guys, it's just a numbers game, it's a numbers game, it's a numbers game. And um, I don't like that phrase, I don't like that phrase because I feel that when you say it's a numbers game, you're going back into the mindset of it's just chance that you might meet someone that you fall in love with or whatever, you know? And sure, that is a way. That is a way. 
that you can definitely meet someone by chance. But there's a lot more opportunity in, in, in your everyday life if you wake up to it, right? And I think at the beginning, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game because you need to build up familiarity with different environments, different situations, different variables, right? You need to put the hours behind you. I had a, I had a guy uh, recently, came on one of the courses, and here's an example, right? And um, he did a week with us. He did a week with us. And um, he then went away. And then he came back like a refresher, right? And in, in that initial week, he'd done loads of approaches, loads and loads and loads of approaches. And as I said, the real work is going out there, doing this thing yourself. He came back and started working with him again, just fine tuning stuff, and uh, found that he was found it really difficult making approaches was like what's up man what why what why are we why what's the problem here you know and um he's from a different sort of cultural background and i thought i'll tell you what i'll do i'll get a client on the phone a former client that has has a similar sort of cultural background to him who is experiencing you know all sorts of experiences now that he's really up like got his skill down got his tack down and i'll just have them have a conversation with each other on the phone and um i overheard the conversation and my guy said to the one I was working with he goes okay so how so in between the courses how many approaches have you done by yourself right the guy said two I've approached two people so in four months right the homework you know and I'm a, I'm, I never did my homework right I mean I never did my homework so but the guy never did his homework doing this, you know? The, the guy never did. And it's not asking for much, is it? It's not really asking for much is if your homework is go out there and just be social and talk to people. So when he came back and he was really struggling again, it became very apparent that he hadn't done his homework, you know? Oh, God, I, can't. I am sounding like I, I'm sounding like one of my high school teachers, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> apparently you haven't done your homework but I, I feel like that and I see that I see that so I just want to put some emphasis on the fact that you know you've you've got to rack the numbers up you've got to rack the approaches up right if you're not if, if you're not making the uh, you know I, I can I couldn't tell you how many approaches I have made in my lifetime I can tell you how many hours I've put in I put into this work right I don't know what that thing is that was like Steve Jobs or someone quoted that you have to have like 10,000 hours to become a master at something, right? Uh, someone really challenged me in terms of uh, our fees and our pricing structure, etc. And um, I said, look, what you're paying for is the hours that I've put in to be very efficient and just fine tune what you do. And it made me actually, for the first time, look at how many hours I put into this line of work. And it's over 100,000 hours. Put in over 100,000 hours. Now, I'm not asking you, know, you to put in 100,000 hours, right? 
but have a look at what you're great at. Have a look at what you're really successful at um, and achieving mastery in, right? And it probably is close to 100,000 hours, right? If, you, if you've been concentrating and doing something for as long as I have. But even if you did like a quarter of that, you'd be, you know, you'd be amazing. You gotta put the time in, guys. You gotta put the time in. This isn't a, a quick fix thing. You, know, you gotta put the time in, you gotta put the work, you gotta be doing that positive critiquing. You know, you can't get frustrated with yourself if you've had you've gone out, you've done a course or something, and you come off the course and in three months you've made ten approaches. It's just not what what do you what, what do you you can only be frustrated with your laziness. Right? It's no one else's fault. You've got to get out there and you've got to immerse yourself in a lifestyle where you can speak to new people on a regular basis. You don't have to be these oddballs that's running down the street on Sunday afternoon you know, or in a park. Just create a lifestyle where the byproduct of being in this certain lifestyle is meeting people that you could potentially date. Women are really good at this. They're amazing at this. So guys, guys watching, really think about that, right? A lot of people, once they um, you know, move out of the age of where, where nightlife is a bit too, um, you know, they, they feel that they're past their sell-by date um, and they no longer see the, the nightlife as a circle they want to frequent, they think that's the end of their days. That's nonsense. It's ridiculous. Get a hobby. Get a hobby, man. Seriously. There's so many things out there that you can do, you know? All right, signature life. How many years have you been doing this? Um, I have been doing, as I said earlier, I've been coming up to, or over 12 years now. I started when I was very young. And I haven't done anything else. Just, <laughs> I've, been, I've been teaching. I've been teaching uh, for a very long time. And um, we, we've got students here every week, every week, right? So I haven't stopped doing what I've been doing, but I love it. There's a reason for it, because I love it. I don't think it's going to take something it's like a huge crisis to move me out of this game. I'm telling you, I'm, I've, I really love um, just giving value to people's lives. So there you go, guys. Um, those are the kind of topics that I um, wanted to kind of share with you guys today. The blame game, you know, stop being a blamer. Own your shit. Take responsibility for your for uh, inconsistencies. The approach anxiety. Chunk it down. Chunk it down. That's how you're going to get over that whole you know, mountain of uh, what seems to be a big deal, right? Just chunk it down. And again, remember, she can't reject you. They can't reject you. They don't know nothing about you. Rejection doesn't exist. Rejection comes from the mindset of you going over there to hope that you get approved by someone. That means, right, that you don't understand your self-worth and your value. So maybe just take a moment to get a pen and paper and write down the things and reasons why you are great, why you are an investment in a relationship, yeah? We talk about, I've seen some articles floating around recently, it seems to be a trend talking about sexual market value, right? Well, have a think about it, yeah? Have a think about it. Why are you a good investment for a woman? And when you, when you feel confident and certain about that, you know, 
write another list, write another list and work out what are you looking for in someone, right? What would you invest in, right? And then naturally those sort of things will come out. Anyway, that's a different conversation. We're asked to talk about qualification and conversation. But anyway, get your mind right, yeah? Numbers game, get out there, get out there, right? Telling you, I did, um, I've done courses in other areas. One of those was a, a property course. Hi, Oscar. Thanks for joining. And, um, you know, I, I, I caught myself one year. I caught myself one year, like, feeling down that I hadn't done so much in property, even though I'd done these courses, right? I was like, oh, I've done this course, and it's, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked? I haven't worked. It's not the course hasn't worked. I haven't worked. I haven't done anything. <laughs> right? So, you know, you just sometimes you catch yourself saying these silly things. You just got to listen to yourself out loud. You got to put in the work, right? You got to make something happen. No one's, you know, I feel like a surrogate father. That's, you know, a lot of my work, I feel like a surrogate father for a lot of people, you know? <laughs> um, all right, then, guys. So that's it. Um, if you want to know more about our coaching, obviously go onto the website. It's johnnycassell.com. And yeah, we got a workshop coming at the end of the month, right? I think it's the 29th of September. Next month's my birthday, October the 17th. I hope you guys are going to be getting me something. And um, we've got November. November, we are going to be in LA. November the 10th, we're doing seven-day programs out in LA now. November the 10th is the Impactful Connection Workshop out there. So it's a 12-hour experience if you're not quite ready for a more immersive experience. And um, we're going to Vegas too. Decided, just decided. Decided, going to pop over to Vegas. Why not? Right? And maybe we'll do something out there. So there you go, guys. But remember, if you do take a course with us, it's not the end of your journey, right? You've got to put in the work. All right, guys. Lots of love. Take care. Thank you. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.